Hi, y'all. It's Angela. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Business Unveiled. And we have a treat for you today because I know every one of you listening, A, has a smartphone and B, you probably have an iPhone because you guys know I'm like crack at Apple. And um, I love all the apps and what they can do for us. And so today I'm going to be chatting with Eric McMillan, who's the founder and CEO of this really cool company called Dot Trot. It has nothing to do with horses or polka dots. Okay. <laughs> so it is the new itinerary tool that makes wedding weekend organizations a breeze. And before we jumped on, Eric and I were chatting just about words and language. And, you know, when I put my planner brain on, I'm thinking, oh, an itinerary just for the, the wedding weekend. But that is not what this is. It is so much more. It's really about every single event. And if you're in the creative space, especially weddings, you know that the economy over the last few years, it's not just a ceremony and a wedding party reception on a Saturday. No, no, it, that's not what it is anymore. It is a full production, like uh, the bachelor party, the bachelorette party, and we don't just do one-day wedding weekends anymore. We do four-day wedding weekends where people fly in, and then we have a welcome reception, and then we have a rehearsal dinner, and then we have an after party, and then everyone wakes up on the wedding day hungover, and then we do a brunch, and then, heaven forbid, it is a freaking holiday weekend which some people think is a good idea. And in some families it is, but heaven forbid, every single holiday we're booked for some reason and it ends up being a five weekend holiday. And so what Dot Trot does is helps you manage all of these details. And like it says, like organizing, making it a breeze. And so Eric, before we jump in and you tell us how you even got into a, the wedding industry <laughs> and started down this path of dot trot, what is your background? Where did you grow up? Were you around entrepreneurs all your life or how did that journey even begin? Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. What's up, GSD leaders? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Business Unveiled, where we share expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals. You know we're going to take you behind the scenes of our experiences, share with you what we've learned from them, and how it's made us stronger. Because no one said it's easy owning a business, right? But it's a lot more fun when you've got a strong support team around you. And that's exactly what we do at GSD Creative. We're right there by your side. And I'm so excited that you've chosen this podcast to take the first step in growing a productive, profitable, and successful, wildly successful business within the hospitality and creative industry. Today's episode is being brought to you by 99designs. 99designs is the global creative platform that makes it super easy for designers and clients to work together to create designs they absolutely love. 
You can get creative concepts from a multitude of talented designers. You get matched with the perfect designer to help you bring your idea to life from start to finish. From logos to packaging, apps to books, 99designs is a faster, simple, and affordable way to find and work with creative talent. You can save $10 today on your first design by visiting bit.ly slash ap99designs. Give it a try. Thank you for, uh, for uh, uh, I'm honored to be on the, uh, the podcast and that intro, uh, I'm going to scribble that down word for word because <laughs> that was, that will be going in many pitch presentations. So Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the plagiarism, All good. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but in, in, in any case, my background. Um, so uh, I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee um, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and uh, born and raised. In terms of kind of my background, it was, it was you know, I, I came from a pretty unassuming background. Um, my, uh, had some small business owners in the family. Um, and I think that just kind of seeing them kind of planted the seed early. It not so much, I'll be candid, I didn't learn a ton. It was more of just, this seems doable. Now, in hindsight, it, it's, it, it looks way easier than it is. And right. I have an immense amount of respect for them just like all of the, uh, the guests on your podcast. Um, uh, but that's kind of where it planted the idea. Um, uh, just kind of the, kind of the entrepreneurial drive in terms of what kind of led me to this path. Um, you know, I've always had kind of, uh, kind of two facets of my personality. One is a little more technical, you know, interest in math and, and kind of science and all of these kind of, you know, kind of technical outlets. And the other was more creative. So, you know, growing up, I had, um, you know, I had hobbies like uh, screenwriting and attempting to do stand-up comedy to varying degrees of success. And uh, even tried to do the singer-songwriter thing in Nashville, uh, which in hindsight was just amazing preparation for trying to do a startup in Silicon Valley. Um, <laughs> Prereq <yeah>. Good prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I, I wouldn't advise that's the path. Mine was a little meandering, but uh, you know that it just kind of base it, it kind of um, it, it just kind of laid kind of a, a foundation there of um, you know something kind of entrepreneurial in the tech space. At the time I was in Nashville, um, you know, having outlets for th those kind of you know, pursuits of wanting to do something kind of science related, but also kind of with, you know, sprinklings of kind of creativity in there. You know, it, it, the, the big draw was Silicon Valley, you know, and so it was one of these things of, well, you know, I'm young, uh, you know, I'll, you know, my wife and I will stake our claim in, 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 in the Bay Area and just kind of roll the dice and, and see how it goes. Um, and so that's kind of what kind of propelled me to kind of beginning dot trot. Um, in terms of, in, in terms of what really made me start thinking about dot trot, it was, you know, becoming a little bit older. Um, you see apps that, um, you know, in theory are supposed to bring people closer together. <laughs> I, yep. I don't, and it's, it's a little questionable at times. Uh, and, um, and it, it, it really, I wanted to kind of create some sort of app. Uh, that really captured the essence of bringing people closer together. Um, 
in, you know, if, if you kind of put that out on a whiteboard, um, you know, either <laughs> literally or mentally, um, a wedding, you know, weddings start to kind of pop up. And then when, you know, obviously when my wife and I were married, um, that was just, that was just a, a very kind of an informative experience. Um, yeah. She had, she, uh, she had done a lot of that. She had planned a lot of that and just seeing what she went through, um, you know, she did an amazing job and she worked with a, you know, a coordinator. Uh, but that was just, I remember thinking like, okay, this, this is really an interesting space. I think it could create something that does bring a lot of people together. A wedding is a celebration. And as you noted earlier, there's a lot of events around a wedding that, you know, should be kind of a, that should be easy to coordinate. It, you know, someone shouldn't dread when they get stuck with the bachelorette party or, or whatever it may mm -hmm. be. So that, that's kind of what maybe a long winded way of saying uh, kind of what put me down this path. So I love that because 100% of the time when I talk to males and they are in this space of tech and wedding, <laughs> It is always their experience where they're creating a tool either for their fiance or a friend or a roommate. And it's like truly personal experience of seeing how mind blowing people are first off. I mean, the, we even have clients where they're not allowed to have their cell phone on their wedding day. And like we publish my phone number, my assistant's phone number everywhere. We're like, call, text, email, don't ask the client. And we potty train them early on when they first start working with us. Do not answer any questions for anyone. Because if you do it 12 months out, nine months out, eight months out, six months out, they're going to continue to do it 24 hours out and from experience, you know, we have the, the type A accountability hoarders, which I get. And I'm like, that's fine, but you need to enjoy the day. And the shit and excuses that people come up with about their dog died, they fell down the steps, which all could be true. But like, as a bride or someone gave married that day, like, you don't need to deal with that that day. Like, let your planner deal with it, you know? So there's just so many different avenues of communication. And then people ask us, like, they'll be staying in the hotel lobby and they're like, how do I get to this? And it's like, well, did you get your welcome box? Because I see the popcorn, the cheese popcorn on your face. And there was an itinerary in there. They had all the addresses and everything, you know, and they're like, well, how do I get there? And they're standing there with an iPhone. I'm like, let me just say, hey, Siri, da, 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 da. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I'm like, no, it's okay. You're, you're excited. You're in an unfamiliar city. Like, you know, let me make it easy for you. But again, it's like, we have to re-educate the market. And so originally, did you start out just really wanting to do like a group travel app and then you started down the path when you got married? Is that what happened? Like, oh, we should really focus on like wedding and event planning? Yeah, I mean, it started out the, the kind of the MVP and that's in, um, you know, that that's kind of a, a kind of a tech term of the minimum viable product of just get something out there first, right? Mm -hmm. Um that we started out is basically kind of just a group itinerary app. Um, there's no shortage of those out there. Um, and, and I understood that. Um, but that's what, that's really what it started as. Um, and I think having worked at Uber, I've worked as kind of a statistician, kind of a data guy. Mm -hmm. um, I think their business model of, you know, having very distributed entrepreneurial 
um, teams that are kind of like autonomous, you know, and they can make, they're empowered to make decisions. Uh, that really resonated with me. And I, I began to think like, okay, what would it be like instead of having a whole team in one building, if there was a group in say Nashville and they could interact with the app and interact with people, you know, within the, you know, whether it's at a wedding ceremony or, you know, if they need to provide support or anything like that, what would that look like? And once I started thinking in, in those terms, it kind of led just to a bigger picture of, of, of weddings, of honeymoons. It, it, it seems like there's just kind of this, this space here of these, these, tri the, these trips, these events that, um, they should just be more enjoyable to plan. And without a doubt, there was a personal aspect of this, of uh, the, the, my wedding was probably the busiest day of my life, yeah. uh, uh, aside from the, the birth of my daughter. And, <laughs> uh, and it was one of these things of like, you know, maybe, there, maybe, the, it, maybe it's not like that for everyone, but, um, you know, there could be a different kind of experience here. And, you know, we're still feeling it out without a doubt. I don't want to say I'm speaking definitively on, you know, weddings will be in the 21st century or anything like that. And we're very, we're very responsive to, you know, any feedback from users. Um, but that's kind of what put us down this path of, of you know, just thinking about a kind of a different business model. Um, of the kind of distributed autonomous teams. And once you have people there, what does it, what does that begin to look like? You know, so. Yeah, that's kind of what got me thinking about this. How do you organize it all? <laughs> so right, right. Did right. you guys move from Nashville to California to just to focus on the whole aspect of this app? Uh, so, so I, I came out when I went. I moved out to you know Silicon Valley. Um, I, I knew I wanted to do something entrepreneurial, and that kind of predated Dotrot. Um, and I figured there's probably no better place at least for tech to learn just via, you know, osmosis of just learning from people who are smarter than you and learning from people who are, you know, are more experienced than myself um, and just experiencing that up close. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of advantages in Silicon Valley. Um, there's some real disadvantages of chief among them are housing. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, it was one of those things that moving out here kind of predated that. But again, once I saw kind of the business model of some of these ride sharing companies, um, it really made me think, you know, Nashville is an obvious spot, um, to, to, to try this out. Um, other places, you know, you can think you could run down a list where it's like, uh, we're, we're going to Nashville, but kind of step two will probably be other cities as well. Gotcha. So take us through the whole user experience. If I am, because I really think that the opportunities for this app is really, you've got the planner who can plan the travel and also utilize this as a tool to stay sane so that they're not um, micromanaging all these details because it's difficult the way that people send us information these days, like as much as I love automation and as much as I'm like psycho about processes and procedures and everything going my way, it doesn't always work that way. Um, <laughs> and people, it's like, they just don't follow the rules. It's like they're paying you money, but they're not going to fill out your stupid forms online. And so how to overcome that. And so take us down the user experience, like if you are a planner versus if you are a couple and would they use it the same way? That's a great question. Uh, that's a great question. So 
Starting kind of with the planner. Um, one thing we found out talk, speaking with planners is that the vast majority of, of uh, planning they do tends to be on a laptop or a, you know, a desktop. Um, you know, often the data is in a spreadsheet or maybe it's in another app. Um, and so from a planner point of view, uh, they, we have a desktop app, you know, it's drag and drop. It's very, you know, you can plan out the wedding weekend in a very streamlined way. Uh, you can, you know, import events, you can import, um, you know, the, the guest list, you know, just copy and paste it from a spreadsheet. So from that point of view, it, it would be the, the planning aspect on, on the desktop would be, you know, a, a kind of a traditional planning app. Um, where, where maybe it's a little different is once we incorporate the mobile app, um, you know, the day of a planner can, <laughs> if they choose to, uh, they can use that to send out push notifications, uh, you know, send, uh, send that out to send the, you know, updates and plans, um, hopefully not respond to too many text messages or anything like that. Uh, but it, the, from a planner's point of view, it would really start on the web app. It seems like that's where a lot of them are working. Uh, when they're planning an event and then the guests could consume whatever those plans are on a mobile app um, you know and again get any updates to changes uh, if they need directions to you know say the rehearsal dinner or anything like that they have those kind of at their fingertips um, from a kind of a couple planning you know some couples may plan on their desktop what we found is a lot of users they just tend to stick on their mobile phone um, and so uh, that's probably going to that's going to be a much more of a mobile phone based ex, uh, you know experience. A lot of texting going back and forth of hey, what do you think of this place? Um, you know, should we? Uh, uh, what do you think of this recommendation for you know the top forty cities in the U.S.? Uh, we have recommendations of places to check out um, that are maybe a little more. Uh, maybe non-touristy, for lack of a better word. I mean, we, we assume everyone knows where the Golden Gate Bridge is, and if they want to see it, we don't really need to, we don't need to, uh, you know, make that the focus of the app. Um, and so, you know, it, that will be much more geared around kind of places to see in the city. What are the big Instagram spots? You know, what are the murals? And that it would just be much more of a mobile-based experience where they can just kind of go back and forth and kind of figure things out. Um, and also have directions and everything else they would need to kind of enjoy their trip, such as lodging information, uh, et cetera. So it, one, obviously for a planner, it would be a, it would be a little, more, little bit more of a formal experience, you know, of a traditional business software. Um, but for someone planning out a trip to Nashville or anywhere else, it would just be a much more casual, you know, uh, a consumer-based travel app. Gotcha. So, so do you all partner? with any type of hotels or transportation companies or have you gotten into that yet just from like from a vendor perspective that involves travel in different sure cities? sure that's not something that's not something we're currently doing um, but it is, it is on our roadmap. Uh, I don't want to lay out uh, the entire product roadmap on the, uh, uh, for, for the world to hear, but that's, that's definitely something that, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some very intelligent competitors out there that are much more intelligent than myself that, could, uh, that could really beat us up. But, um, uh, that's, that's something we're looking at. We're looking at, uh, particularly obviously planning with planner, uh, working with planners to kind of really get the app to the, where it's, it's, it's a, it's a great experience for them. 
uh, we're, uh, we're looking at uh, local vendors, um, you know, but that's a pretty crowded space. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of apps working with local vendors, but you know, it's something that if there's a demand for it, we're definitely considering it. Yeah. So, so right now, I mean, how did you all arrive at deciding like, okay, most couples are on their phone and their guests are on their phone versus the planners. Like, was that just interviewing people or testing data through different websites? I mean, you, it seems like such a silly question. People are like, I just use Google analytics, but I can't believe how many people don't use free Google analytics. So right, right, right. Um, just, I mean, when people contact me and they're like, Hey, can you help me spend money here? And I'm like, well, why would you focus on mobile when 89% of your traffic is from a desktop? Like what? Yeah. That's no, that's a great question. And maybe it's something that uh, some of your, some of your listeners could maybe learn from my mistake on this. Um, <laughs> initially we talked to a lot of users, but kind of not necessarily non-planner users, you know, just mm-hmm. traditional travelers and all of the tools they said they were using to plan these trips. Um, they, they were, it was all obviously on a desktop, um, such as, you know, creating PDFs, uh, you know, create working with a, you know, Google spreadsheet. I mean, no one really does that on their mo- on, a, on a smartphone. Right. And so we really focused on building out a web app, a really polished web app. And as it turns out, <laughs> no one used it. <laughs> the minute they, uh, the minute we had a mobile app, it was just people went directly to the mobile app. We even, uh, <laughs> we would have ads link- because we were really convinced about this hypothesis that, you know, mm-hmm. people just want to play in on their, on, on a desktop. And so we, we, you know, we would even have ads to the desktop. People would go to the desktop, then go to the, <laughs> then go download the app. Uh, and so it was, it, it was one of those things that it's just the power of getting something out there and quickly testing it just to kind of vet the hypothesis. Uh, you know, that it was basically looking at the data uh, and saying, all right, everyone's going to mobile and intuitively it makes sense anyway. Um, but you know, it, it, it's just one of those things of talking to people. But at the end of the day, the the data about the usage um, kind of determines, you know, the, the, the direction we go. Yeah. And so I feel like the main feature that is focused for Dot Trot is it's easy and it's drag and drop because let's be honest, all this shit is not easy to use. Like when you're planning and it's like one rabbit hole leads you down another rabbit hole that leads you down to another city and another zip code and something that's out of your budget. And then it's like, how the hell did I even get here? So like making it easy for people to use it and then share it. And then how does the function work for like the real time updates? Because I feel like if you ask pain points, from planners or even couples, it's like people change their mind constantly. And so how does the real-time updates work in everyone's favor? Sure. So there, there would kind of be two ways. Uh, the first is if, you know, if you're, if you, if you're a planner and you have kind of edit access to a trip, um, any change that you make uh, will be immediately evident to um, you know, the people who are, you know, looking at the app. So there's really no lag there. So for example, if, 
um, you know, we, one, one feature we offer is the ability to, to group, you know, various attendees because there may be some things that the, the bridesmaids need to go to or the, you know, uh, or the, the close family, you know, needs to go to, a, you know, for a photo, uh, uh, kind of get some photos taken. So if, you know, a family member were added to a group, they would immediately see the events that are associated with that group. So it's one of those things where there's just no delay. Um, you know, so hopefully there's a delay could possibly lead to confusion. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just one of those things where it doesn't matter if you're editing it on your, on your, on your uh, computer or on your smartphone, people are seeing kind of the updated itinerary. Um, there's also the aspect to send out push notifications, which we'll be rolling out this week of basically saying, all right, uh, okay, everyone, uh, the cake cutting is now. Um, if you have push notifications enabled, make it to the cake cutting. Um, so it's, it's those things, you know, again, and that may not be for everyone, you know, right. um, but it's, it's that communication of uh, that, that ability to communicate kind of real time. We want to make that a focus, not so, you know, buzzers or, you know, phones are going off during the wedding ceremony, but, um, you know, just day of, if there's a change of plans, people have access to it immediately. Well, yeah. And just from a transportation perspective, like, um, I mean, you know, this with Nashville, I don't know. When's the last time that you have been back here? Uh, I want to say two months ago, but it grew okay, so, so quickly that it could yeah, be it's totally like, different. It's like five days goes by. So I'm out of Nashville more than I'm in Nashville because I'm traveling so much. And so it's like, I'll be out of town for a few days or a week or two. And then I come back and I'm like, holy shit, they just put up an entire condo building <laughs> like what I'm like where did that parking garage go you know and so <laughs> it's just like what people don't understand especially in large cities is as a planner it can and that's one of the reasons like I will never I don't care who you are how much money you have what you want I will never plan any type of an event or wedding in the middle of downtown during like certain things. So like CMA fest, like there's things that you just don't do with traffic and sure. it's like the roads closed down and then there's wrecks and then there's traffic. And so the transportation company that we use from the airport and then to shuttle all these people around, I mean, I don't even know how those drivers do it. It's like Waze used to be like our little secret, but now everybody uses it and like everybody's taking the back roads. And so it's really not that helpful anymore. Um, it's still helpful, but not that helpful. Not like it used <laughs> to be. And so it's just like, if you had something with real time updates that everyone like subscribed to it, but you said the key thing is you got to have your location services on. You have to have your notifications on in order to get these updates. And so that's where like the education line of teaching people, especially at conferences, like that's the number one complaint where we get these awesome apps and it's going to be amazing. And then three days goes by and I'm sitting in a rap meeting with like the chair and the co-chair and the marketing. And they're like, I didn't get any of those notifications. I didn't get anything asking me to fill out a survey. I didn't. And I'm like, let me see your phone. And then I go to the settings and notifications and they have everything off or on silent or on um, do not disturb. And they don't even know. Like, because no one gets up there 
and teaches, they don't take five minutes at the beginning of an event or a conference to teach people or just shit, make a video, <laughs> you know, and, right, it right. and then also put it in writing because some people like to read and some people like to watch to learn. So you've got to create the content all the different ways to make everybody happy. Now, if they don't read it or watch it, it's on them because you gave them the information, you know? So sure. it's just, it's crazy. So this app, it, um, obviously you can import, you can export. So, so you said your guest list, you can import names and emails, RSVPs and all of that into this app. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. That's, and, and those, th that RSVP, that RSVP information, that's all that real time. That's real. Um, uh, it, it's one of the, basically, you know, if, if you have say a hundred people that you want to, if you want to send the invites out to, um, you'll basically, presumably that would be in a spreadsheet or something like that. After the trip is planned, um, you would basically import those and we would just send those out automatically. If you want to send out reminders, you can do that as well. Um, and leading up to any sort of event, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get reminders as well. So it's one of those things that we're, you know, that, that's a, a pretty standard feature um, that we want to, um, you know, it, it's, but it needs to be part of the app as well uh, and the part of the experience. We're looking to kind of customize that a little, a little bit more. Um, one in terms of kind of the uh, kind of the style. So, you know, every wedding may have a slightly different style. And also some people simply want to um, you know, they'll simply want kind of a paper copy, you know, to kind of have for their, for their own consumption. Um, so, you know, they'll have that as well in terms of maybe just a PDF. So, you know, that if, if someone wants to kind of read that by themselves or, you know, they can do that as well. Yeah. I love on the website, it says in app storage, no need to worry about having all the details memorized. So my favorite is when people ask me questions, it, is feedback to me that I did not do my job. And sure. so we build our timeline slash itinerary, whatever you want to call it, idiot proof, because I don't do this for my health. Like I know where I need to be, but it's accountability for everybody that's involved because on any given event, especially weddings, we have roughly 45 vendors involved in every single event we do which also is usually two, three, four, five, six hundred people who, by the way, are all from out of town because destination <laughs> weddings in Nashville are a thing. And so my vendors and then even the wedding party, because we do a separate VIP itinerary for them and they're like calling and texting. I'm like, it's on the timeline. It's on the timeline. It's like, even my best friends who Ange, what time should we bring the cake? I'm like, which wedding? Like, you know, we got multiple things going. I'm like, guys, it's on the timeline. So then not answering people's question forces them and body drains them to go and look at what is the information and where can I find this? And so I'm like, hey guys, there's this thing on your computer. If you're at your computer, you know, command F on a Mac that you can just like type in the word baker and type in the word photographer. But the key is to be very consistent. And sure. so, you know, that's just feedback that I get from vendors where they're like, this thing is 50 pages long. I'm like, why would you print it out? Why would you not just run it off of your iPhone? Like I never right. built these things to be printable. Like that's just <laughs> too much, you know, too much paper and ink. Um, but it just, do you guys have any studies where you have pulled people of like, 
okay, we've saved X amount of time by utilizing this app and like by sending out messages to everybody at once. Like, ha- has anybody tracked that yet or is it it's still super new? I mean, that's... <laughs> Right now, I mean, we're primarily focused on one, getting the high level experience, you know, right. Um, and just making it so it's either it's if you're for a planner or for kind of just someone, you know, orchestrating a trip, it's just a seamless experience. Um, you know, that's that level of optimization of, you know, saving time. Um, I'm, without a doubt, I mean, it's at least on the, if, if someone's using a web app, I don't want to, if, if someone's using the web app, I don't want to speculate and say, Oh, it'll do two to three hours, but it, it will save you time. If nothing else, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's condensing, you know, three to four apps down into one. Um, but right now we're really just focused on, uh, like you said, really perfecting the experience. Because like you said, if someone asks, is asking a question, it's kind of a sign like, all right, from a UX experience, we need to own that. And make mm-hmm. that you know that that's that's a sign you know from a UX experience we could have done a better job, and so it's really trying to we're really right now just covering all the bases of just the UX experience and just getting it really streamlined for planners or for just a more casual user. So point being is we're, we're not quite there yet in terms of kind of yeah. tracking time. So for people who don't know what UX is, that it's just basically designing and coding the app and the information the app, right? Right. Yeah. Again, I, I go, I go into kind of Silicon Valley nerd mode with some of this stuff. Um, it's uh, user experience. So it's, it's making, you know, making the, the experience um, just accessible user to a experience. user. Right. And as you could probably gotcha. attest, you yeah. know, someone, I, mean, I know going, what it is. <laughs> like some of the <laughs> tech terms, people are like, wait, what's that mean? <laughs> Right, right. Um, and in and, and this world, I mean, it, it, it is a challenge, just if for no other reason, if you look at the, you know, the, the variety of guests that can be attending, it's, you know, it's potentially, uh, you know, anyone, you know, 22 and younger up until, you know, you know, you know the aunt who is maybe, uh, you know, in her, in her golden years. Um, and so capturing the user experience for all of those, all of those groups, it is a challenge. Um, and it's something that uh, wherever got dot track goes will be something we have to focus on, you know, for, uh, for the foreseeable future and, and longer. Gotcha. So if, if people want to check it out and connect with you, and I know you guys are really wanting people to use it, provide feedback, no feedback is bad, you guys. This is how they make these tools better for those of us who are trying to get organized in our life. And so you can actually try it for free if you go to dottrot.com. And it is D as in dog, O-T-T, double T, as in Tom, R-O-T, as in Tom.com. I have to say like double F, double T for my last name like 50 times a day. And they're like Crawford, Crawford. I'm like, no, profit. Like you make money, but with two Fs and two Ts. They're like, oh, like how's that not clear? Anyway, (laughs) so go to the website and you can invite up to 20 people for free and just check it out. And then what is the best way, Eric, for them, if they have feedback, what's the best way for them to get feedback to you? 
Sure. So probably two kind of outlets. Um, the first is uh, on the on the, if you're not if you're using the website, there'll be a chat widget there um, that you we would love to hear. You know, if there's features that people want, um, you know put it this way, people are getting kind of developers for free, so to speak. So if there's something that enough people want, um, that will be built. Um, so just through, through the website, they can just send us a message. Um, also, we're pretty active. We're increasingly very active on Instagram. Awesome. Uh, D-O-T underscore T-R-O-T. It's the, the wonders of getting a... Uh, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> getting the, the business name and all the social media networks. Um, and so that, that's another great place. We're, we're always kind of, we're starting to run a lot of promotions. We're going to be very active in Nashville uh, in the coming weeks. Um, and so if someone just wants to reach out, follow us on Instagram, you, we're, we're very responsive. And if there's something that you don't like, if there's something that you do like, uh, you know, if, if you think uh, this destination should be added or this feature should be added, Instagram is another great way just to, just to chat with us very personally. Awesome. Well, this is super helpful. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm super excited to see the app grow and see where it goes. We'll have to talk in a year. That would be a fascinating conversation in a year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we're, we're very excited. Like I said, we're a distributed team between uh, Nashville, Silicon Valley and LA. Okay. Um, and, uh, we're, uh, we're looking to hire in Nashville for both full-time and part-time, uh, okay. full-time would be kind of like a, both, both roles would be, it'd be a lot of fun. You get out, you know, you get, get out to check out kind of hot spots in the city and just have a good time. Um, and we're, we're also always looking to chat with, uh, wedding planners, event planners, et cetera, because, uh, we do think there is a big win-win in terms of working with these event planners and empowering them as opposed to kind of just creating an app that does their job or something like that. Cause we can't do that. You know, that's not in our wheelhouse and it's, it's really not feasible. Um, so yeah, that, that's, we're excited about where it's, where it's going. Um, we're a young team and we'll, you'll probably be seeing us in Nashville quite a bit Yay. and, and and, and hopefully many more cities after that. That sounds awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. And if you're traveling around, even for personal travel, like, and you got a bunch of friends going or family, like, just check it out. Give us some feedback. And we would so appreciate it. So check it out, .trot.com. Y'all have a great day. Be sure to tune in next week for more business tips on Business Unveiled. Have a great day. Bye. Now that you have all the tools you need to conquer the world in GSD, just share this with your friends and your fellow GSD leaders. And be sure you're a subscriber so you never miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. And you can ask Siri to listen to the latest episode, but you got to be a subscriber. Before I go, I have a huge favor to ask, and it would mean the world to me. While you're listening, snap a quick screenshot post it to your Instagram story, tag me at gsdleader underscore, and share with me your top takeaway from this episode and how it relates to you. Until next time, remember, stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.